On this Good Friday, I wanted to read the account of Jesus' crucifixion and resurrection. As I'm reading this and you're listening, I want you to know that Jesus knew what he was doing. Jesus was calling the shots. Might not appear that way. He was calling the shots. So, as I read this, remember, he did this for you. And today, we should remember that although he dies, he lives. So, we pick up where Pilate had, had released Christ into the hands of the Jews after they chose Barabbas over Christ to be freed. They did it because they wanted to kill him. He stood against everything that they desired for themselves. And so here we go with the account of the crucifixion. The soldiers took him away in the palace and called together the whole Roman cohort. They dressed him up in purple after twisting a crown of thorns. They put it on him. They began to acclaim him, Hail, King of the Jews. They kept beating his head with a reed and spitting on him and kneeling and bowing before him. And after they mocked him, they took the purple robe off of him and put his own garments on him. And they led him out to crucify him. They pressed into service a passerby coming from the country, Simon of Cyrene, the father of Alexander and Rufus, to bear his cross. Then they brought him to the place Golgotha, which is translated place of a skull. They tried to give him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. They crucified him, divided his garments among themselves, casting lots for them to decide what each man should take. It was the third hour when they crucified him. The inscription of the charge against him read, King of the Jews. They crucified two robbers with him, one on his right and one on his left. And the scripture was fulfilled, which says, and he was numbered with transgressors. Those passing by were hurling abuse at him, wagging their heads and saying, Ha! You who are going to destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself and come down from the cross. In the same way, the chief priests also, along with the scribes, were mocking him among themselves and saying, He saved others. He cannot save himself. Let this Christ, the King of Israel, now come down from the cross so that we may see and believe. Those who were crucified with him were also insulting him. When the sixth hour came, darkness fell over the whole land until the ninth hour. At the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of the bystanders heard it, they began saying, Behold, he is calling for Elijah. Someone ran and filled a sponge with sour wine and put it on a reed and gave it him a drink, saying, let us see whether Elijah will come and come to take him down. And Jesus uttered a loud cry and breathed his last. And then the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. When the centurion who was standing right in front of him saw the way that he breathed his last breath, he said, 
truly, this man was the Son of God. There were also some women looking on from a distance, among whom were Mary Magdalene, and Mary the mother of James, the less, and Joseph, and Salome. And when he was in Galilee, they used to follow him and minister to him. And there were many other women who came up with him to Jerusalem. When the evening had already come, because it was the preparation day, that is, the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea came, a prominent member of the council, who himself was waiting for the kingdom of God. And he gathered up courage and went before Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Pilate wondered if he was dead by this time, and summoning the centurion, he questioned him as to whether he was already dead. And ascertaining from the centurion, he granted the body to Joseph. Joseph bought a linen cloth, took him down, wrapped him in the linen cloth, laid him in the tomb, which had been honed out of rock, and he rolled a stone against the entrance of the tomb. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, were looking on to see where he was laid. This is when it gets good. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene and the Mary, the mother of James, Salome brought spices so they might come and anoint him. Very early on the first day of the week, they came to the tomb when the sun had risen. They were saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us, the entrance, the entrance to the tomb? Looking up, they saw the stone had been rolled away. Although it was extremely large, entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting at the right, wearing a white robe. They were amazed. And he said to them, Do not be amazed. You are looking for Jesus in Nazarene, who has been crucified. He has risen. He's not here. Behold, here is the place where they laid him. But go, tell disciples and Peter, he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. They went out and fled from the tomb, from trembling to an astonished had gripped them, has, astonishment had gripped them, and they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. Now, after he had risen early on the first day of the week, he, he appeared to Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons. She went and reported to those who had been with him while they were mourning and weeping. When they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they refused to believe it. After that, he appeared in, different, in a different form to two of them while they were walking along their way to the country. They went along, or they went away and reported it to others, but they did not believe him either. Afterward, he appeared to the eleven themselves as they were reclining at the table and reproach for, that, for their unbelief and hardness of heart because they had not believed those who had seen him after they had risen. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. He who has believed and has been baptized shall be saved, but he who has disbelief shall, shall be condemned. These signs will accompany those who have believed. In my name they will cast out demons, they will speak with new tongues, they will pick up serpents, and if they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them. 
they will lay their hands on the sick and they will and they will and they will recover so then when the lord had spoken to them he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of god and they went out and preached everywhere while the lord worked with them and confirmed the word by signs that followed guys jesus resurrected himself and he gave us this command to go share the gospel into all the world preach the gospel to every creation that death and resurrection was severe full and complete your sins are paid for all you must do is repent and put your trust in Christ it's as simple as that You can't save yourself. He did it for you. I just wanted to read this because too many times we make Easter about Easter, the holiday. And yeah, we focus on Jesus. We may throw a little Jesus in there, but guys, this is what it's all about. Thank you, Jesus, for what you did for us. Absolutely didn't deserve it. I have, I completely am filthy rotten, and I'm so thankful that you died for me and everyone that's listening to this and who isn't listening to this. Your word will always be alive, and the only way it's going to reach the ends of the earth is through us you you actually don't need us to share the gospel because you can do anything lord but you can use us and being a part of that it's a it's an awesome feeling so guys happy easter good friday just go ahead and soak him in enjoy it <laughs>